classes in session for the black and nerdy. Welcome to the Blurred Alliance University. Let's go. Blurred Alliance University. You already know what it is. You rocking with your favorite blurry professors, J-Rock. Nick Fly Smith. And you know, 2022, it's been a long year. A lot of good shit came out. A lot of bad shit came out. But you know what time it is. It's time for the 2022 second annual Blurdy Awards. And we're just going to get straight into it. We black nerds, so you know we got to start nerdy. So the first Blurdy Award for the best Marvel movie. Of course, it got to be Wakanda Forever. I mean, only three Marvel movies came out this year other than the specials on Disney+. And it was between Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange, and Thor Love and Thunder. Out of those three, the best pick is Wakanda Forever. I mean, had the emotion, had the action, was a little bit too long, had one too many plot points they didn't really need. But overall, that shit was dope as fuck. And I think you'd agree what you say. Nah, yeah, I do agree. Um, I thought we're kind of wherever. I mean, the only thing, other than it being long, um, I still think that it was a beautiful movie. It captured everything we needed to see. Uh, the visuals were perfect. You know, Coogler did it again. Um, I don't know. That's definitely without a doubt. Because what? We had Thor, fucking mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, all those weak-ass TV shows that I did not care for. <laughs> but even then, if we're there was good shit, I would still pick, you know, Wakanda Forever, because I still think it was the best thing. And it felt like a, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie. It felt like a real, real film. Like, we was really watching some crazy shit. So, nah, yeah. I'm with you, bro. No doubt, no doubt. So what's next? What's the second award? Oh, guess what, y'all? <laughs> Your boy, Big Fly, got more lines. You know what I'm saying? You're stupid. I'm not just the co-host. I'm the host. So oh, all nah, you niggas. Nah, you, you going <laughs> too far now. <laughs> all you niggas that keep trying to take my spot like Eddie K from Five Heartbeats. Nigga, I'm here to stay. Yeah, nigga, no one's even trying to take your spot. What's the award? Anyways, next up on the list for best DC movie. And I think we're in all agreement here. I choose the Batman. Because there were no other options, so there was nothing else we could do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think, you know, if you liked it, we all the same page. If you didn't like it, we on the same page. Because there wasn't <laughs> have any other options. <laughs> so There are still two other options. You feel me? You got Black Adam and DC League of Super Pets. Fuck them pets, bro. They don't make watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually fly fuck them dogs <laughs> anyways <laughs> but yeah no the Batman obviously you know Robert Pattinson did his thing you know what I'm saying and like I said like you said what you told me before I watched this it's just a Batman movie so to me it's like there could be no wrong there could be no right I mean it's it's like something we have seen but also haven't because we've never seen like you know a young Batman coming in only two years in being more detective, you know, more emo, not really flashy or talking. So, no, I, I enjoyed it. it. It was still good. It was long, long as shit. Wasn't meant for three hours. I think I can honestly say that. There's a lot of shit I would have mm-hmm. cut out. Um, what'd you think, though, bro? Yeah, I, like I said, it's just a Batman movie, bro. We've had so many. When people say it's like peak or it's like the best, one of the best films of the year, I don't see it. 
Like, I don't see it. It was cool. It's not bad at all. But by no means is it bad. Like you said, it's super long. The fucking Riddler was the main villain. He wasn't really shit, but a Twitch streamer with homicidal tendencies. And that's why, like we talked about it before, bro. Some Batman stories just don't translate well to live action because the yeah. shit is stupid. Like, no. it's just dumb as fuck. You mean to tell me this nigga the Riddler is just running the city all because niggas can't read Spanish correctly? And the movie's three hours. You feel me? So at least 30 to 45 minutes, this nigga really thought he had the key and everything, and he gets Penguin, and he's like, you didn't even read that right. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It was good, but it ain't nothing to, to really hype about, bruh. But it was definitely the best DC movie, because Black Adam was ass, and DC League of Super Pets was better than Black Adam. I'm not even gonna hold you, <laughs> but... <laughs> nigga got beat out by dogs. <laughs> Ain't he in that movie? But, yeah, bruh, he, the Rock is the main character. Yeah, he's the super dog, right? Sort of, yes, he's Crypto <laughs> the super dog, bruh. Uh, fuck them dogs. <laughs> Not so, that I don't like dogs. But fuck them. Yeah, you gotta make that clear. Cartoon for all dogs. Our, for all our dog-loving listeners and PETA, yeah. the feds watching. Yeah. <laughs> Best DC movie goes to the Batman now we have a new category this year for everyone listening. Last year, this is a new one that we have added. It's the award for the realest nigga in film. You feel me? Of course, we all know what real niggas are. What's understood don't need to, don't need to be explained. You feel me? So my award for realest nigga goes to Lashana Lynch, Izogi, and the Woman King. She was down from the very beginning for all of the warriors that she was with. Sacrificed so much was nice um and in a world that really didn't warrant it i mean i love the woman king in general just as a film i know there are some historical inaccuracies but i think they did the best they could especially with it being a hollywood made film and showing the dahomey tribe showing their empire showing them deal in the slave trade when they could have just glossed over it and not even mentioned it um and it it was just a great film, and Lashana Lynch really held it down. I mean, Lashana Lynch really has shown her range, especially over this year. Um, she was in Multiverse of Madness. She was in Matilda. She was in The Woman King, all three vastly different characters. And in The Woman King, like I said, she was just a real one. She was down for her niggas, rode with them to the very end, and she would do anything for them, was all about sisterhood, was all about lifting each other up. And I feel like she epitomized those values in that movie. And and she ultimately lost her life for it, but she went out like a real one. So, again, Lashana Lynch gets my realest nigga award. What about you? Don't be mad. My real nigga ain't black. <laughs> Disclaimer. Just so y'all know. But it was out of the movies I watched. I didn't watch Woman King because I can't. I, I just can't watch stuff like that. Understandable. Uh, <clears throat> So I chose, obviously, because I watched the movie Hustle, Adam Sandler, you know, I just feel like he was, he was a real father, you know, I, I loved, I gravitated to how he felt, he was traveling all the time, he just wanted to make, you know, be home, be with his family, and he was going to do whatever means necessary to get there, regardless of someone trying to sabotage him, regardless of, you know, shit not working out with the player at first, but he still kept going, still kept finding ways, still kept grinding. I just felt like he he was dedicated to being around his family, getting his player to be around his own family, getting mad in the gutter, 
And I just felt like that was a real move, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. He could have stopped at any moment, anytime shit went wrong. But he just kept going. And to me, you know, that's what a father does. That's what a coach does. That's what a real nigga does. They don't just quit. They keep going. Keep moving. You know what I'm saying? Real sly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little snitch. But and that's that's why I choose him because out of all the other movies, no one was doing that. You know, I felt mm-hmm. like Adam Sandler really stuck with it. You know, he could have, you know, bounced out on him. But you know, real niggas stick it out. You know what I'm saying? We ride for ours. You know, he was a real nigga for sure. Real, and that's real, that's what our characters nigga. have in common. You feel me? Yeah, they wrote it out. They wrote no it out. What? No matter how how bad it got. I mean, of course, vastly different movies. You feel me? True. But the principles and the themes. You feel me? Of being a real nigga are right there. So I feel you. Adam Adam Sandler was definitely a real nigga in that movie. Oh yeah. What's the next award, big dog? Oh yeah. Sorry, y'all. I'm not used to having this many lines. <laughs> so <laughs> be patient with me. I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> So, next up, we got Best Actress. All right, who you got, Big Dog? I mean, you already know. I've been talking about this movie all year, ever since it dropped in late April. Michelle Yo, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I mean, she really did her thing with this movie. And, and before I get into what she did, I, I want to go ahead and give honorable mention to Viola Davis. For the Woman King and Letitia Wright for Wakanda Forever. Because, I mean, they were amazing in, in their films as well. But Michelle Yeoh, she she did something special with everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, she's already a legend, especially in the martial arts field and the stunt work that she does. And she's really getting her shine right now for that movie because that movie was very original. Um, it, it took the idea of a multiverse and made it very palatable to the general public made it funny she was funny she did the drama she acted in various roles because there were just a multitude of her character in this movie and she performed each one amazingly and i just for that man i I don't see me giving this award to anyone else so michelle yo definitely gets my best actress award that's smooth that was real heartfelt that was a good movie by the way too um yeah my best actress was um Letitia, obviously, for personal reasons, because she was the Black Panther. Um, you know, I, I had to eat my own words because I, I was like, no, nah, we don't need Black Panther. You know, we can move on, blah, blah. But Letitia, you know, she proved me wrong. She stepped up. She handled business. You know, she put on a show and seeing her because I used to watch um, Top mm-hmm. Boy. So seeing how far she came to this point, you know, being like that soul, that main, that real actress, mm-hmm. She really stole the show for me. I thought she played that part fucking beautifully. I was really, really stole away. You know, I was like, damn, I can't wait to see what's next. What's next for the Wakanda? You know what I'm saying? Now that they've been protecting by her. So that's what I'm picking. Definitely understand. Like I said, I mean, you, you can't talk about this year without talking about the women in Hollywood with the, with sure. the movies that they led. They was doing their thing. Especially the black woman. I mean, Viola Davis, Letitia Wright, all the black women in Wakanda Forever. Um, we're gonna get probably into intergalactic a little bit later with the black woman in that movie. And you feel me? Like they was so they was doing <laughs> they was doing their thing for real. So shout out to all the women in cinema and especially the black woman. But moving on to our next award, we had the realest nigga award. Now we got the fakest nigga award. Niggas I was moving shysty. 
I was doing stupid shit the whole movie. And of course, for me, it's got to be Jake Sully, nigga. Come on now. We just talked about Avatar. This nigga was doing the dumbest shit, bruh, and was so selfish. He did it in the name of, oh, I got to protect my family. I do this, this, whoop, whoop. He wasn't protecting your family like that, big dog. Your kids were all over the place. You wasn't keeping an eye on them. You left the forest people with like a 15-year-old leader, didn't prepare them for when you left. It's like, ah, I got to protect my family and y'all, so I'm going to leave y'all and not kill the nigga that's actually hunting you and put everybody else in danger that's playing in the water. So, like, I don't understand how you, a real nigga and a real family man, when you're ultimately looking out for yourself in your own life, while putting your family in danger, putting the forest Navi in danger, and putting the water Navi in danger. Like, those three things don't make sense, bro. And his actions during the movie, I mean, I'm sure a lot of y'all seen the movie already. His actions show that he really, he was really only moving to protect himself. So that that's ultimately not really what a real nigga does so jake sully you take my fakest nigga in film award this year honorable mention goes to the director nigga and nope because he he was just moving shicey this nigga this nigga like oh i'm gonna get the perfect shot yeah you just fucked everybody else over quote-unquote sacrifice yourself that that didn't really help anyone for a movie shot that no one's even gonna see and also the TMZ nigga that was on a motorcycle in Nope too, because he was just dumb as hell out there being stupid. So <laughs> those are three fake niggas, but the fakest is Jake Sully. What you think, bro? No, I agree. All the niggas was fake. Super duper bruh. fake. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I picked fucking Harry Styles for fucking Don't Worry Darling, which is by far the worst movie ever. Um, yeah. Uh, Harry obviously is the husband to Florence in this movie, and he decided for them that they both should go to this fucked up ass Matrix world. <laughs> and then when he get caught, he tries to gaslight and blame her. You are so unhappy. You were working so much. Oh, sorry, bitch. I got to make a living <laughs> to survive. My bad. How dare I? <laughs> But no, please kidnap me and take me into this fucked up Stepford Matrix wide ass place and have me tripping balls. And then on top of that, I'm tweaking so hard. You decide that it's best for me to be snatched up by some random motherfuckers and go get shock therapy and still blame me <laughs> for us being here. And I'm like, wait, what? Nigga, hold on. Time out. Wait a minute. Flag on the play. How am, how is Florence in trouble for you deciding our fate instead of letting me live my life because I just didn't like you? You were ugly. Your hair was long. You're sitting there at a computer. Your beard was outgrown. It don't even look like you was working. But my girl was working a 10-hour shift and had to be up by 6. And that made you upset to the point you had to dope nap this girl and then blame her for it? Fuck out of here. That's some fakest shit I've ever seen in all my years. I ain't never seen no shit like that. So, Harry, suck a dick. <laughs> you get the fakest shit. But not Harry, personally. I'm right, the right, person right. in the movie. What was his name? Jack in that shit? What was his name Jack? I don't know. What the fuck is his name? Like, boy, yeah. I lost all track of that film. But that literally movie. is a fake nigga. Like, you right. Fake. You right, 100%. The literal opposite of what we was talking about with the realest niggas. These niggas was doing 
anything. So like like McFly said, bro, both y'all niggas, both y'all characters. Again, no hate to the actors. You feel me? It's their characters, yeah, the no writing, they're actors. doing stupid shit. Right. Eat a dick and die. So what's next, bro? Next up is best actor. <laughs> ah, <laughs> who's the best actor? Who you got, nigga? I picked that. Of course Sam. you did. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be honest here, people. Okay. I watched, we watched a lot of shit in these a last couple of days. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot. There was a point. I'm pretty sure I watched like six movies in one day. And I'm telling you, fam, this year just wasn't giving. You know what I'm saying? There was no, no capturing of best anything. I felt like everyone was kind of in the same spot. So to me, you know, I'm watching this comedian do a drama film just like he did in Uncut mm-hmm. Gems. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He still had some funny moments, but to me, anytime Anna Sandler goes outside that box, I think he does an amazing job. Now, that leads me to tell y'all the rest of these movies that we watched were also mid. <laughs> so it really was very hard to pick someone. <laughs> and I know, I know that's rude, but I I criticize to the T. Now, am I one to do so? Probably not. But to me, I've seen, we've seen greats, you know, Sidney Poirier, Denzel Washington, Will Smith, you know, Viola Davis. You know what I'm saying? No, we we don't know what you're saying. We've seen greatness. (laughs) We've seen greatness. And I be damned if I say that I saw greatness this year. And if you keep playing by nigga. (laughs) We go have problems, Look, but no. outside of that, outside of that, outside of that, you get what I mean, though, right? Yeah, yeah, you get what I, I, mean. I get what you mean. I, I definitely understand because I mean, bro, we was literally looking at our list like shit. I don't know if these niggas was really acting, acting like that. You feel me? At least right. the movies we watched, and I mean, we watched a lot of shit. I watched over like sixty five movies this year, nigga. Like I was really Boy, watching a damn. lot of shit, bro. And out of all that shit, it's like. Mm, I don't know. I don't know who who I should really give this award to, but for me personally, Kihue Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at Once is definitely my best actor award recipient. Honorable mention to Alexander Skarsgård for The Northman cuz that nigga was just different in that movie. I I really enjoy that movie and I think he did his thing. But he really really came back from a long hiatus, bro. I mean, the last thing we saw this nigga in was like Goonies, Indiana Jones. Like this nigga was gone for real, and he came back doing his best acting from from Wayman when he was just the regular guy in the laundromat to the spy Wayman when he showed up and was like, "Look, I need you to do this, 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 and this." To the smooth businessman Wayman when Michelle Yeoh was the um was the actress, and he he just was so great in each of the roles. And I was watching behind the scenes, and he was telling the interviewer how he equated each of his characters to an animal so he tried to embody that animal so the spy was like a fox like regular wayman that just was just working in the laundromat was like a squirrel and he and that kind of helped him differentiate these characters in his mind and how he would approach them and he he definitely did an amazing job in this movie for sure um and again it was nice to see him back he he looked so happy being back and and being able to act and show people his craft and and to have people love it that that's amazing and just his line delivery too especially when he was the smooth nigga 
when Michelle Yeoh was the actress and he's like, in any other lifetime, I would have been happy with you doing laundry and taxes. I was like, bro, you really hit me in my feels right now. But again, like you said, bro, it, it was kind of a slow year as far as as best actors go. But that that's definitely a standout performance for me. So he's definitely my best actor recipient. That shit was fire. No, he did. He did a fucking wonderful job. Like, like, regardless of just him being in the same clothes, he literally played a different person in every fucking verse. So, yeah, he's definitely honorable mention for me. He was fucking wonderful. Yeah, that shit was fire. And moving on again, a new category we added the blackest moment in film. (laughs) <laughs> you feel me black people know a black moment when we see it whether it's a mom or an auntie giving a certain look whether it's dialogue whatever the case may be shit is black as hell and we and we know what it is and for my blackest moment it's just the whole plot of emergency you feel me we talked about emergency earlier in this year it came out very early this year i believe it came out in january or like march at least the first quarter and the the whole premise of emergency is these two college-aged black guys, you know, getting ready for a party later that night. One of them has an experiment he's working on for Harvard admission. Everything's going right for him. Everything's smooth. They go back to the crib to get ready for the party. Their roommate is, is a Mexican gentleman as well. So he's brown, of course. He, he's brown of sorts. They walk in. There's just a white girl passed out on their floor. She's drunk. She walked in the door because the door was unlocked. She's passed out unconscious. They don't know whether to leave the house. They don't know whether to call the police because you know how police are going to look at two black guys and a Mexican standing around an unconscious white girl in their house. They don't know if they should move the body, maybe take it to a hospital, whatever the case may be. And these are real thoughts that would go through any of our heads if we were caught in this predicament. And just the shenanigans that go on throughout the rest of the night with them just trying to do the right thing. And and sometimes the right thing is very nuanced, especially when race is involved, especially when perception is involved in, in prejudice and prejudice and things of that nature. So everything that went on this in this movie, from the drama to the comedy, um, it was black as hell. And I enjoyed every fucking minute of it. It was so niggerish and it was great. The niggatry was at a whole all time high. <laughs> and high. it was fucking amazing. So this is still on Amazon Prime. So if you got Amazon Prime, go ahead and, and check it out. But that is my blackest moment. The whole plot of emergency. But what you think, fam? Nope. That's that's the same thing as here, bro. <laughs> because it don't get no nope. blacker at this point in time. And you added the brown boy too. So mm-hmm. it was just like a whole fucking family tree of problems. And honestly, it's, it's, it was still a good fucking story too, because I could only imagine if I walk into my apartment and there's just some white woman on my fucking floor. I promise you, I'm moving out that day. Like no one will know <laughs> I fucking live there. Like without question, like I'm packing my shit. I'm gone. That is not my problem. I don't give a goddamn about out of nothing. There. We ain't carrying her out. Honestly, I'd have rolled her little ass on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. I'd have rolled her little tuck and roll, baby, because you going down these steps. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'd have put the bitch over in the yeah, neighbor's nigga, lawn. If but this was back in Sass, that's just me. when I lived on the fourth yeah, floor, nigga, <laughs> she would have been down <laughs> Nigga, she would have been right next door with them <laughs> niggas. I promise you. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, I just I just felt like 
<laughs> I just feel like I was on the edge of my seat because I had no idea what the fuck was going to happen. And that's how you know you in a nigga moment because we felt what they were feeling. And we were just like, dude, there has to be a different way y'all could do this mm-hmm. shit. Because, my God, I've never been so scared in my life. And this was just a normal ass movie. It wasn't like a thriller or anything, but it felt like that, bruh. Because I felt like we were with them niggas the whole way. And I wouldn't even, (laughs) because we niggas, it was a real nigga moment. It was some real boondog shit. They really was like, hey, y'all gonna understand and feel Mm -hmm. this to the T, nigga, because I felt it. And I honestly, that's crazy, because I wasn't even gonna watch that until you told me to. But I'm glad I did, because that was a damn good ass movie, man. Big facts. Minus Sabrina Carpenter. <laughs> and that was a damn good-ass movie. Yeah, so Blackest Moment for both of us goes to the entire, entire plot of Emergency. But what's next, Big Dog? Next on the list is Best Animated. Ooh. And I chose Intergalactic. Fire. Because that shit was fucking beautiful. That animation style was so goddamn gorgeous man and you know it was two birds one stone because you know i love me a good romance movie and that's what it was it gave me romance it gave me black people it gave me good music it gave me ty dollar sign i was good to go that was all in one and i just felt like they looked so real i was like damn i could have swore these was humans for a minute because that's how real it was because that girl and this one is in that show Love Life, which is also another underrated show that y'all should check out because that shit is solid. Um, but she, I don't know what it is about her, man, but I swear when she's on set with whoever, nigga, the chemistry is times 10. Yeah. She be making me fall in love with her. I don't even know Jessica her ass. Williams, yeah. Man, looking delicious. But yeah, the animation, if you haven't seen that, I would definitely watch it. It definitely reminds you of like... um. Spider Verse, mm-hmm. that's the type of feel I got mm-hmm. from it. Just so realistic that you just assume these niggas are really like in this movie. And the soundtrack itself is Kid Cuddy. I mean, I don't like him like that, but he's pretty solid in this movie. But what'd you pick, bro? Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback off you real quick though, Intergalactic is fire. Like that fire. shit. We talked about it a few months ago too. But Intergalactic, that shit. It, it was really dope. Dope love story. Very simplistic, too. It's re- like realistic. Mm-hmm. This shit could really happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like misunderstandings, falling in love, falling out of love, falling back in love. Like shit was fire. Cast was good. Beautiful. Like you said, it looks like Into the Spider Verse, that same animation style. Adult animation really don't be hitting like that, especially full length. Mm-mm. And they, they were able to pull it off for real. So hats off to them. That's an honorable mention for me. Another honorable mention is the new Puss in Boots movie that's in theaters right now. Look, I love Shrek as much as the next nigga. You feel me? Shrek is dope as fuck. <laughs> I like Puss in Boots too. I like the first one. But when they announced the second one, I was like, mm, y'all ain't really need to do this. Why y'all, why y'all doing this right now? I wouldn't watch that shit. Shit's fire. I'm not gonna lie to you. But it is not my best animated movie of the year. My best animated movie of the year is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Talked about it just last episode. Stop motion. Beautiful, beautiful story. Like we talked about, Pinocchio has about a million different versions out there. Whether it's live action, whether it's animated, no matter what, you gonna find a Pinocchio movie or three on some of these streaming services. But for your, but for Guillermo del Toro. To pull off what he did with Pinocchio, with making it fresh, making you feel for Geppetto, giving you a story that begins with him actually having a real son, 
and and dealing with grief, love, loss, um, and and to throw his aesthetic and flair into it as well, making it a little bit creepy because Pinocchio is not a nice fairy tale. It is very weird when you think about it and when you read about it. It's it, it's <laughs> it's right up his alley, and and he did exactly what Guillermo del Toro does: make something beautiful out of something that's a little bit creepy, a little bit disturbing. And to change the story with it being fascist Italy, have Pleasure Island be a, a like a soldier a soldier camp for young boys, it it was just amazing, man. Guillermo del Toro was really in his Birkin with this one, so yeah, hats off to him. Pinocchio is definitely my best animated film of the year. Same, same. That shit was really good. Really surprised me, especially after you told me about the Tom Hanks one. We won't get into that later. Um, <laughs> but moving on, another new category, you feel me? Because we know y'all needed some new shit. Not the same old best actor, best actress that we get out all these other award shows. We we got we got some black people shit in here because we the blurred alliance, you feel me? We getting into the best hands. <laughs> some of the best fight scenes came out this year with some of the superhero movies, some non-superhero movies that have really good fight scenes. So we we going to talk about the people that we felt had had them hands on them you feel me got had really <laughs> really had them pause for me the best hands go to santa from violent night this nigga i i really liked what they this movie surprised me in the best way um it <laughs> i think it's available on video on demand right now but you feel me we got websites for that shit you know can't say too much the feds watching but him being an old viking warrior turning into santa claus Coming to this house where some people, some innocent people are being held hostage and ultimately helping them out of this hostage situation with nothing but his fist, a little bit of magic, and a sledgehammer. If that don't sell you, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, he was really fucking these niggas up for real. He was a cold nigga with all the all the Norse tats and everything. Like, David Harbour really did his thing in this movie with portraying Santa in a very adult way, but still making it endearing. Like, it still had heartfelt moments in it. And aside from the heartfelt moments, he was really on niggas' asses. Like he was really, he was really putting Boy. niggas on t-shirts and packing these niggas up. So if that sounds appealing to you, especially for a holiday movie, I think there's gonna be on my holiday rotation for a minute. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh God, no. So him. my best hands award goes to Santa from Violent Night. Honorable mention goes to Idris Elba from Beast because he just punched a lion in the face and acted like it was nothing. It was stupid. It was dumb. But for you to do that, you got hands. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> what you think, bro? This nigga said he just out from Beast. He punched watch a fucking lion in the face. Yeah, it was on Peacock. And I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was tripping, nigga. I was tripping. I'm like, what? That was that day. Bro, that was the day. I don't even remember talking about That was the day shit. I texted you. I was like, this nigga really got by without ever hiding his accent when he's supposed to be American. Oh, you remember you we was talking about that, that shit. shit. Like, I didn't know what the fuck. I was thought it was just a random ass conversation we was having. But nigga, you crazy? No, you. I not. am crazy. Who did I pick? Oh, oh. Well, you know, I didn't watch a lot of action shit, so I picked Brad Pitt from fucking Bullet Train. He ain't have no hands. Um, he didn't die, so therefore you got him. That nigga, was lucky <laughs> as hell. No, he wasn't. Yes, he, he had bad luck. That was the whole theme of the movie, though, because he really didn't have bad luck. But he everybody did. that he it killed just... died on accident. 
and it was smooth. No, it wasn't. It was smooth. Santa would put them paws on that nigga for real. Nigga, probably. <laughs> but he'll still die. No, he won't. <laughs> no, he won't. He'll die because Brad Pitt has good luck. Oh, now he has good luck. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but no, I just, I think I like the style of it because it was just like, you know, it looked so stupid. Yeah. Like he was. You know, he had bad luck. He was so clumsy. It was like drunken monkey type style. And no matter what, it ended up being in his favor. So I just thought it was cool. I just thought it was funny. It just made me laugh. And I thought it was dope. Plus, you picked Santa. And I didn't want to pick Santa because you picked Santa. So, you know, I'll give you Brad Pitt. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way of life. You know what I'm saying? We just some different folks. So for different folks. Shut your ass up. What's next? (laughs) (laughs) What's fucking next, nigga? <laughs> Next on the list. Oh yeah, Jordan added another one. <laughs> another new one. Next on the list. Oh wait, no, I skipped one. The new one is best story. What'd you pick, bro? You already know. I did everything everywhere all at once. And this category ain't new, nigga. We talked about best story last year too. Nah, I skipped one. <laughs> it was an accident. I told y'all I'm new at this, and we keeping this in there. Oh yeah, we definitely are. Niggas need the real. You feel me? <laughs> I'll keep this in, you know. I don't have a lot of lines normally, you know what I'm saying? About so. lines. This is not even scripted. <laughs> like, Bruh, this is I don't know how you do this little keep stressful. <laughs> oh my god. How do you keep up with this stuff? <laughs> my eyes is crossing the shit. I feel like a teleprompter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm weak, niggas getting oh <laughs> nervous god. about reading fucking <laughs> award titles that's all that you're reading every class he had a little circle pop up popcorn readers <laughs> how scary that was the next slide nigga. i don't want to lose track anyways anyways for best story i did give it to everything everywhere all at once and this is just a thing for me man like this is I think the best movie of the year. It was a very original story. I mean, of course, we've been getting into multiverse shit with Marvel and and stuff like that, and and it's becoming more of a popular topic to explore in film. But like I said before, this movie did very well in making it palatable for the general public, not confusing us for a two-hour movie and still having that heart and emotional center of the movie and never leaving us without it. I mean, this movie is really like a gut punch for real. Like, it's so emotional. It's so real, even with the absurdity, even with the comedy, and and even with the drama. I feel like this is a movie that a lot of people can relate to. And it everyone came to work, nigga. Everyone did great. I mean, I was reading up, I think, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but I think the visual effects team was only like seven people, nigga. And they pulled that shit off a multiversal movie that did it better than <laughs> Multiversal Madness. That was supposed to be the multiversal movie of the year. I mean, they they should be very proud of what they put out. And that story was was just amazing. But that's what I got. What you got, bro? Uh, so yeah, take us back. I I picked um Emergency. You know, because it's just kind of like you said. It's kind of like when you watch a movie, you just you want to be taken. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Emergency really took me on that ride. Like, I really was really there. Like, I was really afraid. I was really scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I felt like my niggas was really going to die. 
And then on top of that, you know, they're best friends. So I'm picturing you with me. Like, imagine if we going through some shit like that, bro. I would be terrified because not only am I trying to protect myself, I'm trying to protect yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Because obviously you're going to be the smart guy in this scenario. So your life is clearly, I'm not saying it's more important, but I feel like as your brother, as my brother's keeper, I have to keep you as safe as possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's what I felt watching that whole movie. It's like, fuck, I would die on a hill if I let anything happen to you or your future. And I'd be damned if this white bitch ruined it too. And clearly they didn't ruin it. But even then I just felt like, you know, it's like, damn. If this was me and him, what would I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. How would I be able to get us out? And that's how I felt watching this movie. It's like, fuck. Would I be like, RJ? Well, like, fuck you, nigga. Try to leave me. Or would I be like, damn, let's figure this out together. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's find a way so that we can protect your future. Cause your future is mine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah, I still think, yeah, to me, emergency was the best story. It was the most I felt connected with. Honestly, it came out a while ago. I might have to watch that bitch yeah, again. Oh, look, he's scared. <laughs> yeah, cause it it gets intense for real. But I hear everything you're saying, bro. Like that shit, especially for us, like the way we function yeah. and like the way we are together. It was really me and you, nigga. Like, <laughs> like that movie is me and you to a T. Like that shit was crazy, and I feel like that's why I'm so emotionally attached to it, and that's why I hold it in mm-hmm. such regard. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a good movie, even if I. I didn't have you or right. if I didn't like connect to it on that level. But connecting to it on that level just makes it 10 times better for me. That shit's fire. 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 It's on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon. That was Amazon original? Yeah. Crazy. Bro, Amazon and they Amazon and they Duffel bag, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <They> fucking duffel. <laughs> nigga sleep on Prime right now. <laughs> They movie selections and shit, but my God, dude, they make some good Man. shit. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Like, they're, yeah, they and they duffel bad for show. But best story, like for we real. was talking about emergency and everything, everywhere, all at once. Now moving on to, yep, another new category. This one is a character whose mama should have slapped them upside their head a little bit more when they was younger. You always know that person. There's a person in your life right now that came to your mind that's just like, yeah, they probably should have got beat a little bit more because they'd be moving around reckless for real. And these characters are the epitome of that. For me, you already talked about him, bro. It's Harry Styles from Don't Worry Darling. He was moving so reckless and so stupid that he really lied to himself the whole time and thought it made sense. Like, yeah, you provide for us. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm a fucking bum. <laughs> but I'm finna kidnap you, put you in this fucking simulated ass world and legit leave you tortured for the rest of your life. Cause she was tweaking, bruh. She was like phasing right. in and out of the world like more than anybody else. And it's just like he was chilling. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to quote unquote work and leave the simulation and do whatever the fuck I wanna do and then come back here, maybe fuck you once or twice and then leave again. Like, he really had her going crazy in that bitch. And like you said, just gaslit her and was like, this is what was best for you. I was wanting to make you happy. Like, you look stressed out. You look worried and I wanted to help you with that. So I'm torturing you. And you were supposed to do that for the rest of your life. Come on, bro. He needed more butt whoopings as a child, and it's apparent. My honorable mention Real is also Dr. Eggman from Sonic 2, because that nigga just crazy. 
he <laughs> like long story short, he needed a little bit more love, a little bit more attention. Probably needed a, a butt whooping or two. But for real, Harry Styles and Don't Worry Darling, that shit. Yeah, he needed his ass whooped. But what you think? Whooped, whooped. I'd have stomped that nigga <laughs> out if I was in that bitch. Because that don't make no sense. You know, I never thought I'd find a movie that'd be worse than Stepford Wives, where they, like, had, like, the robot wives and mm-hmm. shit. But I did. And it's Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe y'all surpassed that. <laughs> I can believe it. But, um, I picked... Oh, I picked Dumbledore. I've been wanting to slap that nigga since I was a kid. <laughs> so now... We bring your mom into it. But he probably would have sold her ass for power anyway. Probably. So he probably wouldn't even got whooped. But he need his ass whooped because he's just been so awful. And I know people are like, oh, DJ, why you always think Double Door is toxic? Because he is, motherfuckers, <laughs> if you pay attention, if you read, if you can see it. You know what I'm saying? Everything he does is only for him. It's not for anyone else until he finds another man that he fell in love with because they're more powerful than him. And that he's a selfish prick. And that he's always been like that. And I'd be damned if this nigga can go on any longer. If I see one more movie with this nigga in and someone ain't slapped him, I'm going to go crazy. Because he need to be slapped. 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 Because he's awful. God, that movie sucked. That movie was terrible. I don't even remember the name of it. That's how terrible it was. What was that movie? Nigga, I don't know. I didn't watch that shit. I don't remember what it was called. Wasn't it like yeah, fuck Secrets him. of Dumbledore? Seekers are stupid. That's what it was. <laughs> <'Cause he's laughs> I'm glad stupid. you got that off your chest. <laughs> nigga been holding that in for too long. <laughs> but yeah, his mama should have slapped him a couple times, especially after he killed your sister. Fucking idiot. <laughs> well, on that note, these niggas needed the ass beat. <laughs> What's the next award, nigga? <laughs> that was pretty aggressive. My bad. <laughs> Next up on the list, why you give this big ass word? Best oh, cinematography. That's a hell of a I didn't know this shit was that long. Look at all the letters. Anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Up next is best cinematography. What you got, bro? I got the Sea Beast on Netflix, man. Um, this isn't. It's an animated movie. It came out, I I believe, like mid year. It flew under the radar, um, but it's exactly what it sounds like. Like it's about um, like a sea monster that's terrorizing, quote unquote, um, a water based city. And it's about a hunter. It's about a a little girl that accompanies him. It's definitely the trope where like the tough guy has a kid to watch out for, or he finds a kid and, and they become very emotionally attached and. It's almost like a father-son relationship or a father-daughter relationship. And the daughter was actually um, a young black girl, too. So that was cool to see young black girls in in media, especially in animation. Different hair texture, beautiful, dark skin. It it was a good movie, bro. Um, And I I picked it for cinematography because some of the shots were just just beautiful. As you know, I'm a fan of animation. And when they can capture that beauty... Um, whether it's a computer generated image, whether it's hand drawn, this one is um, CG animated, but it is so beautiful. Um, there's one scene in particular where the hunter's underwater with the sea beast and he just looks down and it's just this big ass sea monster that's looking back up at him. And they kind of have a still moment where they're just both 
just still and looking into each other's eyes and just the vastness of the ocean. And that's, that's the scene that definitely stood out to me as far as cinematography. Um, and it, it's one of the best animated movies of the year, honestly. And I don't think it got enough love for me. So cinematography, I, I got to pick the CBs for a little, a little sleeper hit, but what you think? Respect. Um, uh, I picked, I always say this because I feel like, you know, musicals, bro, I swear. Their camera work is always top Fire. tier. It's the wildest shit to me. Go crazy. Story itself sucks nine out of ten times, but when <laughs> it don't, plus plus the shots, I'm telling you that shit can be magical, yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm giving my shit to Matilda because, man, I was really surprised. I didn't think I'd like that shit, but man, them little niggas was moving, bro. Talented, you know, hard is talented to keep up with that shit. Plus all the other objectives that they were moving around and sliding around and oh my god, nigga, I, I didn't think I'd see some shit like that before. But yeah, no, I, I trust Matilda. I felt like musically they were great. Choreography was amazing. Mm-hmm. Every shot they took was just crystal clear for those kids. And I feel like it really just every transition was so fucking smooth. Mm-hmm. They were just slipping and sliding and diving and riding and gliding. Whatever <laughs> rides the rest of that shit. Was gigging. It was just they was going, bruh, and to move that fast and to be on point with those kids doing that, bro, you have to be truly fucking skilled. Just like you said, with everything, everywhere, all at once. It's just like, sometimes you find those cameramen, those people that truly, truly have an art form with these cameras, and they are fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's how Matilda was. And if y'all ain't watched that, y'all should definitely watch that shit for real. Yeah. Yeah, that's because that that shit flew under radar. That's the real, one for, real. for sure. I had a limited <laughs> theater release too, but that shit, boy, <laughs> that's the that's the one, nigga. I'm glad we're doing this shit oh so we can God. fucking talk about that motherfucker for oh the year out. God. But yeah, that that shit was dope. That shit was dope. That shit was dope, bro. So I, I, I definitely understand surprised. that pick. But moving on, another new category. This they got that shit on the award. This is for the finest cast. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they got that idiot. shit on for real. And you already know Wakanda Forever's cast was insanely attractive, nigga. Insanely attractive. Letitia Wright, her whole wardrobe, she was fitted that whole movie. Hair done, dripped down, looking good. Deny as a Koye, fine as hell with her bald head. Riri, Dominique Thorne, fine. You, do we gotta talk about Lupita? Can I get to the yams? <laughs> sweet, sweet yams. <laughs> like, looked good. And for, hey, I'm not even gonna hold you. Namor was out there looking drippy too, nigga. Namor was cool. Daniel twin. I don't look like him. <laughs> But Winston Duke really had that shit on, though. You <laughs> Whenever he comes through <laughs> with the Jabari army, he really got that shit on. But for real, Angela Bassett? Come on, man. That's vintage finest. You feel me? Like, the every everybody was fine. Even Namora. You feel me? She barely got any screen time, but she was fine, too. It's literally like the casting call was, if you fine and you know it, show up. We got a role for you. On me. So again, this the war they got that shit on though. Finest cast goes to Wakanda forever for me. What you think? No, oh, I'm with you. Stella need to come get her groove back with you, boy. <laughs> I ain't play it. 
I want to be in them things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I need to come teach me a thing or two. You know what I'm come holla at you, boy. You know what I'm saying? But no, for real. Nah, yeah. That's one smooth, sexy-ass cast, boy. One thing we're going to do is show Always. up. You know, you know we dripping yeah. out. Because, my God, everybody was beautiful, nigga. Even the water looked good. <laughs> How you make water look good, nigga? Come on, now. Y'all better stop playing with us. Ryan know what he doing. Ryan Ben proved he know what oh, he yeah. doing. He do. He do. And even Ryan's a good looking nigga. You feel me? Like, I mean, you already know Bay Area niggas. You know we different. (laughs) You already know we different. And he went to Sac State. That's my nigga for real, bro. Don't try to butter me up by throwing Sac State in there. (laughs) I trying to butter you up. You really did. You feel me? (laughs) You know, you know, some serious hate was about to come your way until you said that. That's town business, nigga. You feel me? (laughs) Don't play. Don't shut up, nigga. Yeah. You over here catting because you know yeah. Bay Area niggas is different. Anyways. They even anyways, have Mike B yes, in I, there. <laughs> like with long ass hair. Who's doing his hair in the ancestral plane while he's by himself? Nigga had dreads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dreads. I ain't gonna get on Mike B like that though. He going through a tough time. We all been there, big dog. We all been there. I'll be powering through. You still look good though. So you know you can get it plenty of hoes. You know what I'm saying? But overall, yeah, I agree with you. Wakanda forever, for real. Beautiful cast, beautiful movie. So happy we got to witness that shit, bruh. We needed that for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, that shit was dope. But what's next, big dog? Next up, we got Best Comedy. You know, me and you both agreed on Mm -hmm, this one. mm -hmm. Without a doubt, without any hesitation, (laughs) it was motherfucking Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Big facts. Like, my God, I I ain't laughed that hard at a movie in a long-ass time. But, oh, my God, putting Ugly Sonic in there was so fucking genius. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you are. That was the smartest fucking thing you could have put in that movie. And, oh, my God, I lost my goddamn mind watching that shit. And, you know, it still reminded me. It reminded me of you again, bruh. Like, what if I lost my brother? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, man. That was a good ass movie. It was. That was a long That's time another ago. one that really that really caught us off guard. Cause it was like, eh, For real. it could be good, but on the other hand, it almost seemed like another like flex by Disney, just showing all the IPs they own and shit. And just like <laughs> True. It, it really felt like it was gonna be like that. But it wasn't. It was really a good time. You feel me? You know we rock with that nigga Andy. He was the voice of one of them, Chip Wardell. I don't even remember. Yeah. But it really gave Who Framed Roger Rabbit vibes, and it was like it was like Classic. that for like a modern time. And it again, best comedy that shit was funny, nigga. I, that shit really had me chuckling, <laughs> like for real. No, for real. And it wasn't like, and that's what we said, bro. Because I really wasn't thinking of nothing going in it, so I really thought it was just about to be stupid. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, no, they they did a wonderful job. Every voice actor that was on there definitely was picked correctly you know, to give us a great movie. Seth Rogen was in that bitch. He's still funny. You know, Keegan Michael Key was mm-hmm. in that hoe. Hilarious per usual. So yeah, no, it was it was definitely a good ride. It was a good movie. Damn, I feel like all these bitches came out so long ago, nigga. Yeah, this year has been a long one. But we made it through, dog. <laughs> we made it through. But yeah. Chippendale, best comedy. Now we're gonna get into the best personal theater experience. For me, Again, personal theater experience. It varies from theater to theater, but the particular theater I was in for Sonic 2 
that shit was lit. Like everybody was going crazy in Sonic 2. Whether it was the arrival of Knuckles, whether at the end when they teased Shadow coming in Sonic 3, um, whether people were just laughing at the comedy, laughing at Jim Carrey and things like that. My theater for Sonic 2 was lit as hell. And I I, I loved being in that theater. I would say Wakanda Forever as an honorable mention. But half of that theater experience was just sadness and hearing sniffles and tears dropping. So while that is an experience in and of itself, especially with all our people in there, all the black people, all of us feeling right at home, um, it was a little too sad for me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was definitely, definitely, uh, almost like a familial experience where everybody just felt like family, you know what I'm saying? So it was still a good experience, but Sonic 2 was just a just different type of energy. But but what you think? Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, this year I worked at the theater part-time. So it was, you know, once you work at the theater, you don't want to be at the right. theater. But, you know, I went to see um, Bullet Train in theater, and we did the, you know, the moving seats and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that theater was lit, you know, because it was just nothing but blood and action. Fucking seats jumping up and down. Everybody was screaming, laughing, so surprised by the shit that was going on because niggas were getting cut in the neck, fucking shot at, balls fucking flying <laughs> everywhere, blood everywhere. Niggas puking on each other. Shit was crazy. But it made the theater live. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because movies like that, you don't need to pay attention to what's going on because everybody gonna die any mm-hmm. fucking way. So everyone was just in that bitch screaming, laughing. Plus, you know them seats, nigga. They move hard, fucking core. Yeah. And that train was moving so <laughs> fast, and there were so many fights, bruh. I couldn't take a fucking second. <laughs> like, can we just sit for a minute? God damn. So, yeah, that that definitely was a fun-ass experience. If you haven't tried those moving seats, you should definitely do it, because that shit is yeah. fun. Especially for the right movie, bruh. 40X is fun as hell. Not a lot. Like you said, for the right movie. Bruh. Don't for don't waste movie, the movie yeah. or don't waste your money on a movie that you know ain't gonna be lit like that where it's not right. nonstop action or nonstop movement. It's pointless at that point. But if if you going for a good action movie like a good superhero movie, like you said, Bullet Train, shit, even a Fast and Furious probably be lit in that bitch. I'm not even gonna lie to you. So no real shit, didn't you? Oh, you didn't I did for F9. You I did do that. Yeah. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, it was lit. They had the water and the fog and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Shit yeah. was fire. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, yeah, because yeah, I only went because you told me to do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious <laughs> movies in, in there are cool too, but yeah, best theater experiences. But what's next? Yeah, man. Next on the list. Cutest couple. Yeah. Yeah. Cutest couple. Cutest couple. And I think we both chose um Kid Cuddy and Jessica Williams. Intergalactic. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of romance shit this year. Huh? I mean, we did, but most of it was ass. You feel me? Yeah. Like it wasn't. It was nothing. Because I don't mind rom coms. I really don't. Right. And if, if they're funny, if they're good, as far as just making me feel something, I ain't right. mad at it. Like they don't have to be like the best cinematic experience. That's not what I go to see a rom com for. I go to get a couple mm. laughs in and to feel good, but nothing was really hidden and then we get intergalactic an adult animated movie featuring kid cuddy ty dollar sign timothy chalamet jaden smith we're just like mm, this is gonna be one long ass music video but it was <laughs> not that it was a very good movie and like you said jessica williams chemistry with this nigga was off the fucking charts nigga 
God. I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, but that girl got some power. Mm-hmm. She got some power. <laughs> Man. I was like, God damn, marry me too. <laughs> Fuck him. Nigga, pick me. Pick Shut me. <laughs> I was smart a smart guy. guy nigga, <laughs> pick me. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Because, my God, because she was in that show, Love Life, bruh. I'm pretty sure she was in that Dumbledore movie too. And I'm telling you, bruh, she just has this, this, this aura, this, that this energy. fucking thing Shit around different. her. That energy, bruh. Like when she comes up in Galactic and the music starts playing, that's truly how I look at her and everything she's in. I'm like, girl, Jesus, who's still in my soul? Fucking marry me already. God damn, break my heart, ruin my life, please. <laughs> I beg I'm of you. I'm glad you got you getting this off your chest, bruh. Let it out. Let hey, it out. I'm just saying. But no, that that definitely God, bruh, every movie we watch, like most of the underrated ones, definitely surprise the shit mm-hmm. out of us. Because a lot of these shits, I was going in thinking, like, this is about to be fucking stupid. Hey, facts. <laughs> or like I said, like, just a long-ass music video. You feel me? Like, yeah. half the cast was musicians. And then, nope. what, Kid Cudi's in the lead role. And you already know he had an album come out the same day the shit dropped. So it was like, mm, this is just a vehicle for you to sell your album. But it was True not shit. that. It was it was very uh-huh. good. Story was great. Um, And the music definitely complemented the story. It did. It made me listen to it. More. Yeah, because like we were talking about, we don't even rock with Kid Cudi like that. Like, of course, he has his songs here and there, and everything's cool, but we're not, like, really fans of his. But that album, along with those visuals and that movie, yeah. You know, of course, Dollar. Oh, yeah, Dollar's always... Man. You're welcome. You know. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Dollar always gonna do it. But yeah, best couple definitely goes to them in Intergalactic. If you haven't seen it, please go out and watch it. Or not even go out. It's on Netflix. Just turn that shit on. But next award, it's the This Slaps and They Gigging Award. It's the best musical. You feel me? And if y'all if you don't know what gigging means, it means they they really getting off on a dance floor. That's what it means. <laughs> and no, food doesn't I have to get this on my chest. Food doesn't slap. I hate when people say food slaps, food smacks, music slaps. It's a Bay Area thing. So please don't say that. But anyways, again, best musical. Who the fuck is saying that? Bruh, you'd be surprised. You'd be like niggas really be saying that food slaps and shit. Like other things slap other than music. And it's like, nah, get your shit together. They niggas stretch slang Bruh. too much. I don't need my food to slap. Right. <laughs> My food is good. <laughs> it's just snack. Like, don't do. Anyways, anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. But best musical. I mean, we both agreed on this. It's definitely Matilda. That Matilda works. went crazy. I mean, of course, we know the story. I mean, we've seen the movie. I have you read Matilda? The like the actual book? Hell no. Okay, I actually read the book, so I, I like I knew the story. I called like every twist and, and shit in it. But the dancing, top tier. Kids was going crazy kids was really getting it the singing top tier i didn't even know lashana lynch could sing bruh but her is miss honey bruh and the tears that she was letting just drop when she was singing talented dope dope like the whole movie was great and again yes we know the story yes we know what's gonna happen but for them to take that and it, it was a musical a stage musical and for them to take that from the stage and to put it on film 
as a movie, as a feature length film and not lose any of the magic or or any of the things that made it nice to watch. That's tough to do because a lot of movie musicals, they don't translate. You know what I'm saying? Like when we watched In the Heights, for example. Right. And we was talking about like how the stage was cool or whatever. And then we watched the movie and it's like in movie form, we see how stupid (laughs) most of these characters really are. Like, and it's very hard to do to transfer that magic. But I feel like Matilda did that seamlessly. Like that shit was dope, bro. It was fire. No, they did. And that's because I remember texting. I was like, damn, the way she's telling this story, you know, about Trench Bolt. And, you know, she's just capturing it. And I was like, damn. Because I text, you know, I text on me. I was like, damn. It turns out she was super intense. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, seeing the old Matilda, you know, it wasn't that harsh. It was, you know, had little moments here and there. But it was mostly bubbly and love. And, you know, her and Miss Honey running off together. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But this, it gave us a different side. It was more darker. It was more intense, you know, with the dancing and and the fucking movement and the singing and everything just blended in together. And it was just so fucking incredible. Yeah. And I was like, why am I really into this goddamn musical right now? Because, you know, musicals, I like them. But, you know, you got to pick and choose. They they either hit or they fucking suck. Yeah. Just like we said about, you know, in the Heights, you know, some parts were good, but overall the movie was mm-hmm. terrible. But with this, I just felt like everything was just perfectly put together and they took the time on it and yeah no this this definitely was, was fucking amazing yeah i might have to watch that bitch yeah, again honestly that that's the one for sure so the yeah. this slaps and they gigging award for best musical definitely goes to matilda but what's next it's on netflix next on the list best action i chose violent night yeah. Took us by surprise, bro. Yeah, bro. I held, when I seen the trailer, I wanted to go to theater like immediately. But Cameron Ho ass went without <laughs> me. So I watched that shit at home because I didn't have time. Yeah. But no, yeah. That that shit's some straight John Wick fucking the boys fucking guardians all mixed into one of just one big ass whooping. And it's fucking glorious. I love shit like that. What'd you pick, bro? Yeah, just to piggyback off that, though, Violent Night is, is definitely the one. They had some great action in that movie. And like we was talking about, it's cool when they take fairy tales or, or legends or children's stories and make them adult and they do it well. And, and this movie definitely did that. But for me personally, honorable mention, of course, goes to Woman King and Wakanda Forever. I mean, the action scenes in those movies were, were definitely top tier, especially Woman Kings. That, that choreo is definitely cool. But as far as overall, I got to give it to the Northman. The Northman went crazy, bruh. He went crazy. And, and part of it is the camera work, too. Because at one point, they're doing like a takeover in a siege of like a small town. And that whole shit is a one shot, bruh. And it starts with this Damn. nigga catching a spear thrown at him, spinning and throwing it back and getting and catching a body. It, that's literally how it starts. They show this nigga run up to the run up to the walls, climb the walls, come on the other side, just catching bodies the whole way, and it's a one shot. Like, damn, it's it, it's fire. It is definitely cool. And at the end, there's there's a fight scene in a volcano. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> 
This shit is in a volcano. In a volcano, nigga. This shit is different. Damn. It's different. So for just overall best action, I, I gotta give it to the Northman. And Alexander Skarsgard, he was huge for that movie. That nigga, like, yeah, he was he was just different. You could tell he trained hella hard for that shit, and it definitely showed. Yeah. Damn, I should have watched that shit. It's on um it's on Peacock, I think. Nah, I feel like that's an in theater type movie. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, it is. I'm lear- I'm learning my lesson yeah. this year. Yeah, she's <laughs> slipping on a couple of these for sure. Bruh. <laughs> Fuck it up this time. For real, for real. But yeah, those are our picks for best action. We getting into best drama. For me personally, it was hustle. I mean, you talked about it a couple times here, gave Adam Sandler a couple of awards. Um but as far as drama goes, I feel like this year wasn't really good for drama. I ain't really see anything that really hit me like that as far as just straight up drama. And this one did. I mean, of course, it ends in, in a feel good movie type of ending where the the basketball player he was representing, he helped him get an NBA deal. He made it to the NBA, made it to the league. He actually got a coaching job. Adam Sandler did. So everything worked out for everybody. But the journey there that's the part that that really resonated with me as far as um the the basketball player coming to America of course he's from Europe he didn't really speak the language all that well he really could only trust Adam Sandler that's the only person that he knew he was coming here lived with them worked hard had a couple of setbacks they had a moment where he could he didn't even really trust Adam Sandler and and they had a little falling out they came back together worked at it a little bit more and again, got to the league and, and everything worked out. But this movie definitely had heart. It's nice to see Adam Sandler in dramatic roles and, and him really pulling it off and making you feel something. It was nice to see Aaron Gomez. He's actually in the NBA um, yeah. to actually come act. That was cool. Anthony Edwards was a scene stealer for me. He's in the NBA too on the Minnesota Timberwolves. He, right. he was definitely a, a scene stealer for me too. So this movie was definitely, um, it, it was one of Netflix's best offerings to me. And it kind of flew under the under the radar. So I, I'll definitely give Hustle a little bit of love for that. But but what's your best drama? I chose the Hulu original, actually. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. Now, I know some of y'all seen it, the trailer or whatever. I ain't gonna lie. I thought it would be some nice shit. <laughs> But I was curious because, you know, I watch a lot of, honestly, Hulu originals, they hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, you never yeah. know. And I watched another one. I don't remember what it was called, but there was another one that I ended up liking. But this one I watched because, you know, oh, it was, no, I didn't like it. It was the teacher. It was like a TV show. But that's beside the point. Hulu originals hit or miss. This one, I was like, ah, this is going to be some weird shit. But I'm bored. Let's watch it. It actually turns out to be really good to me. Not to everybody else, but to me. Because, you know, you have this older lady. And I feel like with these movies, you know, like the Fifty Shades of Grey, 365, you know, all those other shit. You know, the old, the wife wants to leave or find some shit, get some sexy guy and fuck shit out of her. Right. That wasn't this case. She wasn't looking for someone to fuck the shit out of her. She was looking to connect with someone because she had no one. You know, she's lonely. Mm -hmm. And he's just this smooth, suave nigga. He's used to just coming in smashing the cougars, the males, matures, whatever, mm-hmm. and bouncing. But with her, she's like, nah, bruh, I need you to talk to me. I need to know you better before I let you into this chamber. 
<laughs> and chamber. that's what happened. <laughs> and that's what happened. It came more so into beside the sex. It was more so learning more about them mm-hmm. and figuring out why. Like, why are you this young, handsome man and you decided to be a motherfucking escort? Like, do you want to go to school? You don't want to travel. You don't want to do this. So we get more deep into his story as well as her story. And then just both of them pretty much, you know, blossoming into new people, finding new ways, doing new things. You know, he had beef with his mom because she didn't know what he did. And then she found out what he did. (laughs) So it was just shit like that, you know, and you never know what people are going through and what brings them to this point in their lives. And I feel like they found a way to draw you in with that. Based on, oh, you're going to watch this because you think these niggas is humping because mm-hmm. it's Hulu and they nasty. But in reality, you know, I grew with them niggas. I felt connected to them. I felt like, damn, this kid really is going through some shit to the point where he, only way he could make money was by b- doing this. And not her having no husband, no kids, no nothing. This is all she had. This is all she looked forward to. So no, it was just really cute little drama. Cute little moment. There's a lot of A arguing. I can mm. tell you that. Niggas was fighting. That's not that's not my kind of thing, but you feel me? I could from the way you described it, I can see why people like it. But yeah, like I don't think anyone watched it. But yeah, like you said, bro, like it looked like granny porn. Like, like it, it looked like they was just fucking the whole time, and then it was like, oh, we actually love each other. Like it looked like one of them basic nope. ass movies like that, that. That's what I thought so, too. Then yeah, it's nice to hear that it had a little bit more depth <laughs> than that, because that's exactly what it looked like. Like, oh yeah, I fuck grandmas all the time. It doesn't really matter right. to me. And she's like, oh, I just want to kind of get my groove back, so I'm just gonna fuck this young dude. And right. then they like fuck like three times, and he's like, you know what? I, I love like you, you bitch. Like, it, like, let's be together. No, it wasn't that. If anything, she was pushing him to stop doing that because he deserved better. So. Yeah, it was good. It was just different from what you thought going in. Yeah, And, you know, like you said, most of these movies are just that. Niggas looking to get their groove back or shit like that. Yeah. But next on the list, best fight scene. What you got, big dog? I got Naru vs. the Predator in Prey. Prey is another Hulu original that should have got a theatrical I- release. Like, it definitely should have. It's one of the best action. I should have gave it an honorable mention for action, too. But Prey is one of the best Predator movies ever, really. For real? Nah, like, Prey is like that, nigga. Like, if you haven't watched it, it's fire. And it's cool that um, it starred a lot of indigenous people because it was set in a time period where they were the only ones in America. So, right. it, of course, it had its colonizer moments, and the colonizers got clapped. So, it, that was cool, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> but <laughs> but as as far as indigenous representation and making sure that they actually got indigenous rap uh actors and indigenous people working behind the camera and things like that that was really beautiful to see uh, um on a side note but as far as the action goes Naru versus the Predator especially just their game of like cat and mouse throughout the whole entire movie was great to see man especially having a a great female protagonist that can really handle her own shit that that's really smart that that can outsmart a predator because if you've seen predators or or alien versus predator or anything you know them niggas is tough nigga they got all the technology they're big as hell like your your odds of surviving against them are very low and for her to outsmart him and 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 get the better of him in the fight i mean she was dope as fuck especially just with her being innovative and 
and she also had a dog companion so you know that that sold me as well but pray man pray pray was dope as fuck honorable mention to the northman siege scene too that i told you was a one shot but yeah, yeah pray definitely got it what about you uh i chose you know violent Santa again um i just felt like you know it captured everything i needed him and john and honestly can we give my nigga john some love because yeah. he's been around for so he long doing his thing. i sh- He's been doing his thing for so long. I feel like people just overlook him for whatever reason. But he is one damn good-ass actor, no matter what. But yeah, him and him going toes, bro. It just reminded me of John Wick and Common. I just love shit like that. Just one-on-one, mano-on-mano. Let's see who the fuck the best is. And that's exactly what them niggas did. I mean, John lost. But, you know, <laughs> my nigga held his own. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was, said this loss was, held his own for a minute. <laughs> I think I think was doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, I just felt like shit like that, kind of like prey, you know. It was her versus the predator, mm-hmm. so it was kind of just mano mano. Like, let's see who the best. And I love that type of shit. And they definitely did a wonderful job. The chemistry was top ten. The action moves were solid, especially because them some old ass niggas. Yeah, they're not young. Yeah, so both John <laughs> really too, actually. Not yeah, the hunting. Yeah, yeah. For real. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both been around for a minute, boy. Liguzama <laughs> and Harbor. Like No, for real. Yeah. And I just yeah, I thought they did a wonderful job and I thought they completed those scenes to the best of their abilities. So yeah, they got my vote. Definitely. So of course we gotta get into some feel good stuff too. Oh, there were a couple movies out there. You know what I'm saying? It just makes you feel good to watch. Again, they don't have to be works of cinematic art. They don't have to be like, oh my gosh, this was the best movie of the year. But movies that just make you feel good can also be very high in, on your year-end list of your favorite movies. And for me personally, A Christmas Story Christmas was really was really hidden, especially for it to come so long after the first Christmas Story. Because they did A Christmas Story 2, which really... It, no one watched it was ass like they they fucked up with that one but for them to do a christmas story christmas with most of the returning cast so ralphie his brother his two friends the two bullies they all returned from the very first christmas story and of course they the mom couldn't return she's retired and she's just very old now she's up there and the dad actually died in real life and they used that as a plot device in the story which we talked about a little last episode um it was very emotional but also it was very funny it was very sweet and it had a lot of callbacks to the first christmas story um and again it just made you feel good so for best feel good movie i I gotta give it to christmas story christmas no i feel that couldn't watch it though because i wasn't gonna cry (laughs) i'd be damned um i picked i picked i i hate to say this out Mm. loud but, you know, it had a nigga smiling. I, I can't help it. You know, I tried. I tried. But I got to give it Top Gun Maverick. And I'm not saying it was like movie of the year. It definitely wasn't. Yeah. It was just a feel-good movie. And I love me a good feel-good movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what this was. There was drama. There was love. There was ups and downs. But in the end, it just gives you a sense of, like, you know, happiness. Like, damn. Y'all came together. Y'all did this. I'm so happy for y'all. Overall, I still thought the movie was stupid, but <laughs> it just, you know, made me feel like butterflies in my belly, you know? And I remember texting Gingerhead. I was like, damn, 
I like this fucking movie. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself right now, but I can't stop smiling. And I just know when I smile like that, that means one thing. Oh, it's a feel good. Not that this is like the greatest movie I've ever watched. Right. This shit just makes me happy. Like it just made me happy. And, you know, I'm not a fan of Miles Teller like that, but there are moments of me feeling like, damn, look at this goofy ass little kid. So adorable. And that's what it was. Yeah. That's all it was. And that, this movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, like I told you, bro, when I was watching it, but for me, it's a little different. Like, I just don't like war movies or like movies about the army yeah. or like. Same. It's just like that shit does not appeal to me. So when it's just like, we have to train them because we have a mission, it's like, this shit really don't move me at all. But yeah. I'm glad it made you feel good, though. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I'll never watch it again in my life, but. <laughs> It works, you know. Um, next on the list, best documentary, and I chose Harry Potter. Yeah, this shit had you crying. Twentieth anniversary, you know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Hagrid. Damn, R.I.P. Would you? For real. Would you? Would you pick Brett? <laughs> would you pick? I pick Milestone Generations. Man, this is a documentary on HBO Max that talked about the founding and the life of milestone comics for everyone that doesn't know milestone comics is or was i don't know if it still is it might still be but a subsidiary of dc comics or dc comics is the publisher of milestone comics so it has your favorite characters like static icon rocket hardware all essentially all the black characters on dc's roster come from milestone comics and this documentary dives into how it was founded, some of the some of the ways DC did them dirty, some of the ways DC are, is still doing them dirty, really, um, and and really details their success, their highs, their lows, gets into the lives of the founders, gets into the lives of the artists, even some of the current artists that are working on the current run of Static or the current run of Rocket and Icon, and it was it was great to see, man, because we don't hear about these people when you see Static or like especially growing up watching Static shot. They don't tell you it's milestone. Like if you weren't reading them, you just think it's DC, like just straight up DC. So to see the actual imprint that came up with all of these characters that came up with the ideas, the stories. Um, I'm glad that HBO Max did it, man. And hopefully we get a live action static movie soon. That's that's really the only thing I want from DC. Just like let Milestone do its thing, get them a great actor, great young actor, and and give us what we want, man. We've been saying that for the longest time. No, yeah, I'm glad you told me about that too, because I truly would have never, never, ever known, like ever, like ever. You, would, I would have assumed that Static Shock was just by Warner Bros. Mm-hmm. So to find out where the source truly came from and how it was built and how it came, it was just, it was a beautiful watch. That was a good one. Yeah, I'll give you an honorable mention on that one. That one was solid. Yeah, I knew you was going with um, Harry Potter though. <laughs> Without question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love my people, but I love me Potter, brother. Honorable mention <laughs> for me goes to Am I Black Enough for You? That, the, ah, that was yeah, documentary too. about black film coming up through the 70s black exploitation era. Um, even before then, the, the start of black cinema, really. The only drawback to this is that it is very, very long. You're going to have to Man. cut that shit up into at least two days, at least. 
Um, but it has some, it has some of our legends in there. Samuel Jackson, Whoopi Goldberg, Belafonte, like they, yes. yeah, they had, they had some of the heavy hitters in there. So it, it's great info information that came from that documentary. It's great to see us be successful and, and excellent in everything that we were doing, especially in a time where roles and, and opportunities for us were very, very limited, even more limited than Man. they are today. So it was good seeing that. So I'll, I'll definitely give that an honorable mention too. Same. Honestly, same. Yeah, so. If it wasn't so fucking long, I would have put it over Harry Potter. Bruh. But that shit was long. Yeah, they could they could have cut that shit down <laughs> a, a little bit. They could have made it a little bit more concise. <laughs> but other than that, very informative. Very, very cool seeing. Especially the people that are still living with us that, you know, people <sighs> don't really talk about anymore. So that was Beautiful. cool to see. But moving on to the next category, we got Turn That Shit Off, dog. This is the worst movie category. <laughs> you just got sometimes you just gotta turn that shit off. Cause yeah, we had some we not even some. We had a lot of a lot. bad movies this year. But what you got, dog? Don't worry, fucking darling. <laughs> I don't I don't care. I don't care. If you enjoyed this, you should be ashamed of yourself. Cause that was not good. I've seen a lot of shit in my days. I've seen a lot of shit this year alone. That one took the cake without a question. I wish I couldn't. I should have put zero if I could have because I just, I just didn't like it, bro. I, I enjoy Florence like as an actress. Mm-hmm. I think she's really well. Um, but and that man, that movie just was not good. It was all over the place. Olivia Wilde was only there because she directed yeah. it. Harry Styles was only there because he was banging Olivia Wilde's. And you know, I like Chris Pine. In Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, and that other like rom-com movie. I don't remember what it's called. Um, but overall, I just felt like the cast didn't fit. There was no chemistry between Florence and Harry. Felt like the sex scenes were completely forced. And, you know, I noticed they didn't even have sex. You just kept eating her out because I think that's the only way they could do it in the simulation. Um, and I just, I just didn't feel whatever they were putting on. And then on top of that, I think I've watched this movie a thousand times between The Island, Stepford Wives, The Matrix, fucking Bubble Boy. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like this shit has been made, and I feel like all they did was wrap all those together and put it in this movie. Yeah. And a little while, I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna direct this." Like, fuck that, burn that shit, let it die, because it was not a good film at all. And I've seen a lot of bad shit. This year, we both have. We've said it over and over again. But that one, that one, that one is up there. Yeah, I agree. That shit was weak. She was ass. Um, there's, there's not much more I can actually say about that movie. But for me, personally, honorable mention goes to Disney's remake of Pinocchio. <laughs> shit was fucking terrible. Oh my god, bro. Like... I'm not even going to get into that shit too much, but that's honorable mention. The worst movie this year was definitely The Bubble on Netflix. It was a Netflix original. Had Keegan-Michael Key, um, Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and really, I was watching it off the strength of Keegan alone. I'm, I'm really a, I'm a big Keegan fan. I think he's funny in almost everything he's in, but this shit was so bad. It's about, <laughs> it's about these actors that are trying to get through the pandemic. They got this movie come up where they're acting on a green screen and it's just, it's almost like if Jackass actually had 
like a storyline, like a movie storyline, and they're just doing random gross shit and that they think is funny. And it took itself a little bit too seriously for them to be doing the shit that they was doing. Like, it was just dumb as hell. And I can't believe it even got greenlit. Like, this is the type of movie where, like, you know, (laughs) when actors go to, like, their movie premieres and shit, and they're like, ah, I can't, I don't really, like, watching myself. I'm going to step out for a little bit. You feel me? Like, you hear about shit like that? Like, this is the type of shit where they wouldn't even show up to the premiere. Cause they knew just watching themselves was gonna be that bad. Like it, I can't explain how bad this movie is. So, if there's a way to block shit on Netflix, this is something that you should block because you just never even want to see that cover on your screen. I never even heard of this movie until you said it. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it that way, bro. Never look this shit up. Next on the list, worst actor. Who you got, bro? Tom Hanks. I know what y'all gonna say. I know it. Really? I know what y'all gonna say. Tom Hanks, he a legend. He this, he that, he this. Because he is? Not to me. So let's just get that out the way. Or His work as Geppetto in Disney's live-action remake of Pinocchio is some of the worst <laughs> shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. He was like a European caricature that dropped his accent every other line. <laughs> like like this it, it seemed like he was just walking on disney's lot one day you feel me maybe did a toy story appearance maybe did a couple interviews the director of pinocchio saw this and he goes like hey you want you got like an hour free we could have you be geppetto real quick and we'll give you like five mil and he was like bet and he just like walked on set and <laughs> did the best he could because that shit was so bad like he's so bad in that movie nigga even when he's picking up pinocchio which of course Pinocchio himself is CG, right? It's like his hands weren't even in the right place to pick up Pinocchio. Like, it looked like that nigga was just floating. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, no. Worst actor, 2022, definitely goes to Tom Hanks. But what you think? Whatever. Don't nobody believe that. Fuck Tom Hanks. I don't care. I said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I chose Mr. Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. Not surprising. You know, I, it's crazy to me because, you know, The Rock's been around for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? The Game Plan, Walking Tall, uh, The Scorpion. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been here. So to me, personally, I feel like at some point here, your level of acting should at least evolve in some way. You know, I feel like he was better in dramatically in the fucking Game Plan. You know what I mean? And watching Black Adam, I don't know if that was supposed to be a serious moment or a serious role, but that's what he was supposed to be, I think. And I got none of that. I just, I got shit. And I feel like I've been getting shit for a while now. Like, there's no way you're the highest paid actor and no one holds you to a certain standard of, you know, giving in these movies. He's a great person. Love him. Happy for him. But when it comes to filming... And, you know, you doing that part of your job, I feel like you should give more. And we're not getting more. I feel like we were just watching Jumanji, and it was just Black Adam for him. He just kept giving a smolder look the whole fucking movie. And, my God, how how do you pay for that? How, how are you getting paid that much just to do that? 
because you're not, I'm not being captured by your skill set here. It's just you. <laughs> it's just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with you because that shit was ass. You feel me? Like, it is like, what it is. He hasn't improved at all as an actor. He's, he's actually, like you said, crazy. he's gotten worse. Yeah. It's like, it's like, obviously, I'm not going to attack his craft, but I just feel like for how much you're getting, for how much you're so well known, you think like there'd be some type of level here that you need to reach. And no one gives him that. So he's just free to do whatever the fuck he wants on set. And it's crazy. Yeah. 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 I definitely see that. For me, unfortunately, it's Mr. Dwayne (laughs) Johnson. And just like that, we on to worst actress. For me, it's Gabrielle Union in the Cheaper by the Dozen remake. Another soulless D- Disney remake that seemed I can't like you watched that. that seemed like she was just in between takes for that Strange World movie that she did voiceover work on. And she was on the Disney lot, and they were like, "You know what? We're making a Cheaper by the Dozen remake <laughs> just on this lot right here." We need you for maybe three days because this story so is stupid. ass and we can do it. We can shoot this hella fast if you wanted to. We'll give you three mil. She was like, bet. And then went in and, and then when the check cleared, she was like, all right, I'm going to just sleepwalk through this motherfucker. But like, not even just to go in on her. The whole cast was ass. So, it, yeah, I, I'm giving it to Gabrielle Union for that. But what you think? Uh, I'm giving mine. To not the one and only J Lo. Yeah, she's trash. And this is another person that I feel like has acted not like big roles, but she's been around for a while. So, gotta be some type of skills that people are putting here because I'm not understanding what's going on. Like, if she's getting a role, can I get one? <laughs> I mean, is I get some shit? Jennifer Lopez, nigga, like she don't even sing her own songs. Them is a, a Shanti's yeah. voices on her shit. So you like, see? and it's like, how do people have this information, and yet these niggas are considered stars? Yeah, I don't get it. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't get it, man. It, I can't believe I watched that movie. I can't believe you watched it. Which movie was it again? Mary with me. Owen Wilson. Fuck. I like Owen sometimes. But yeah, that was that wasn't a good choice. That was that was a yeah. bad idea because that was not good. It's not. That was not good at all. But <laughs> next on the list, all right. This is this is a big one. Best movie. What you got, bro? For me, again, everything, everywhere, all at once. That is the movie of the year to me. I want to give honorable mention to Emergency. To Puss in Boots also, because again, that shit caught me off guard. That shit was very, very good. But everything, everywhere, all at once, the cast was amazing. They did what needed to be done as far as inhabiting different versions of themselves seamlessly from scene to scene. The story was great. Um, Again, I, I was researching. I hope I'm not mistaken with this, but there were seven people on that visual effects team to do a multiverse movie. And they pulled that shit off. It had the drama. It had the heart. It had the comedy. Um, it it was just great, man. It had the action. I mean, they was doing martial arts in that motherfucker, like, and and it really showed off everybody's range from Michelle Yeoh to to Key to the daughter. I'm sorry, her name escapes me right now, but 
everybody everybody really did well and it made you think about life it made you think about your relationships Joy. it was it was just a beautiful movie man so for for best movie of the whole year for 2022 i gotta give it to everything everywhere all at once i i can't i can't lie i don't know who the hell gave it to <laughs> I can't lie. I can't. I'm not. I can't. You know, I'm be honest with y'all. I can't give an award because there's just too much for me to, you know, pick at. You know what I mean? Things could have been better if you this. The closest I could probably give you is probably emergency. But even then, I I, I still can't give it that because I just don't like giving movies like that, that type of award. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I loved Wakanda forever. Without a doubt, um, I loved Pinocchio. I loved Matilda. Um, I even loved the Adam Project. But none of these movies were like to the point of like best picture. You know what I, I mean, mean, for sure, not the Adam Project. Without a doubt, you know. But I still enjoyed it, and I think the problem is I just enjoyed most of the mid shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't like anything was spectacular to me. I was like, damn. I gotta watch this again. Love Wakanda Forever, but I probably ain't watching that again because I don't want to cry the whole movie again. Um, I love the hustle, but again, that's just a feel good. Top Gun, a feel good. Hocus Pocus, trash. Nah. You know, Avatar Garbage, Intergalactic, that was great, but it's just, you know, a romance movie. Okay, so if so you if, it, if you had a favorite movie, let's not say like you're like this is the definitive best movie of the year. If you had your favorite, like a movie you would go back to and be like, this was the one movie I enjoyed the most in 2022. What would it be? Um, I yeah, I would say Intergalactic. Then okay, and and that says a lot. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that because Intergalactic is a good movie. You feel me? Yeah. And if it's just yeah, your favorite, I just, like I ain't mad at yeah, it at all. Yeah. That's that's the best I can give y'all. Cause I did, I truly did love Emergency as a mm-hmm. movie. But again, I feel like you know most award shows only give us those awards when it's movies like that. And I'm just not gonna do that to our folks because I'd be damn, we're too good to be just giving that category all the fucking time. Always a drama. Um, always, like goddamn. Always a black trauma drama. And like while it wasn't that the whole way through you feel me but like yeah where it went especially getting towards the end and like boy you feel me things got intense as fuck and it's really like that so i hear you nigga like it's a very good movie do not get us wrong like movies fire right. but it's a lot it's a lot like <laughs> we've only watched it once nigga i haven't watched it again <laughs> because of that <laughs> That ending alone, bro, was just, it was so intense. Like, I was so, like, afraid. Like, I, my heart was racing. I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is why I don't watch movies mm-hmm. like this. Because you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It could have went, you know, Fruitvale way. It could have went the hate mm-hmm. you get. And I just, nigga, like, that shit makes my heart jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. But. Next on the list, uh, best fantasy sci-fi TV show. Yeah, I mean, we put these categories together because I mean, I don't feel like there was a lot of sci-fi and fantasy in TV. Um, as far as ones that I liked and ones that I watched, I was more so into movies this year than TV. But for me, I got to give it to Rings of Power. I know the the Lord of Rings historians 
aren't really fond of the changes they made to the source material and things like that. But y'all got to realize, like, this ain't even based on the Lord of the Rings books. Like, yeah, some of the lore is. But other than that, like, it's based on, like, the prequel book that's not even that long and that they have to fill in for a TV show. Like, they have to write new shit to make it a show. So niggas don't like to read, bruh. So it's like I'm not even <laughs> tripping off all that shit for real. Like, did I enjoy it? Did it look good? Was the acting good? Was the production quality up there? All boxes checked. It was dope, nigga, and it had great social commentary as far as having the black elf in there, showing the relationship between elves and humans, how they were prejudiced, how they acted on those on those discriminatory habits and and things like that and just showing the politics of middle earth and the action was great too every episode looked like its own movie so for me i gotta go with rings of power honorable mention and actually it's like a 1a 1b i gotta give it to andor too we've talked about andor on here yes. before a couple times she was fire that's all i gotta say about it. what you think no yeah i'm giving mine andor and i'm giving it to andor because you know no one's talking about mm-hmm. it it's crazy to me no one has spoken about it at all. And out of all of those fucking shows that they all bitched and moaned and complained about, I feel like this is the only one that actually did it right. Yeah. You know? I didn't need no cameo for this. I didn't need all the extra shit that y'all want. This truly was just a good show from beginning to end. And I'd be damned if y'all continue to ignore it for what it was, because that shit was spectacular. Y'all want to act like y'all fans of Anakin, but in reality, y'all was trashing that nigga when the movies came out. Now, all of a sudden, y'all want to be buddies. (laughs) Then they give you a show like Andor, and no one wants to talk about it. But then y'all want to complain about Boba Fett. Like, you can't pick and choose what you decide. Like, you just be like, oh, I'm a Star Wars fan, but you don't want to watch Andor? Why? Is it too woke for you? Just like rings power, the elves are black. Is that too much for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, shit like that. It's a little thing. It's stuff like that. It's like how you call yourself a fan when you don't even support all the projects. You just pick and choose which side is makes you a fan. So fuck all that. Andor's top tier. Very, very top tier. And moving on, still in TV, best comedy, Southside. Point blank. Period. Southside. Point blank, like Southside is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like Southside's funny as hell, and it's only three seasons in, and this shit is top tier. It's straight comedy, nigga. I don't think I've watched an episode that's not funny to me, and they're rewatchable as hell. Oh my god, bruh. I've been waiting for a comedy show where I could just rewatch, you know, like the mm-hmm. Martins and Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx and shit like that. And that's what this is, bro, because I've really, I've probably rewatched that steak episode like a hundred fucking <laughs> times already. <laughs> that's why when I sent you the picture, he was like, ah, Southside. Because, bro, there's days like that where you just want to treat yourself, but the yeah. whole world is against you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I only get this once, man. Once a year. Just <laughs> let me have it. But nope, the universe would rather kick you in the fucking face. And I'm telling y'all, if you don't go watch this shit right now, HBO Max, run the numbers up, bruh, because this shit is fucking artwork of comedy. There's never a dull moment. It's always funny. Oh, yeah. God. I Damn, I got this. I love it. I love it, bruh. I love it. I wouldn't even watch it if you wouldn't have told me to. You can put me on this year, big dog. I got you, bruh. <laughs> uh next on the list best drama tv for me it was better call saul 
Um, Better Call Saul had its last season this year. Spinoff of Breaking Bad. Um, especially for Bob Odenkirk, the main character, to come from a comedy background and pull off such a dramatic show, especially a spinoff character show, and make it as good, if not better, than the series that it spun off from. I mean, that's that's definitely an accomplishment that they should be proud of. And everybody in the cast did their thing. Giancarlo Esposito came back as Gus. He was killing that shit. Um, and... Yeah, I, I love Better Call Saul. Honorable mention the bear though. If y'all haven't watched the bear on Hulu, yeah, go go watch that shit. It's it's stressful for sure. You might have to chop that bitch up. But the bear the bear is a very good TV series as well. No, yeah, I chose the bear. Most of y'all don't know. I've worked in food and restaurant shit my whole life, so I was like, I'm not gonna watch this right now because I'm actually working in mm-hmm. one at the moment. But I finally got around to finally watching it. Obviously, I'm a fan of, you know, I call him Lip. Um, <laughs> he was on Shameless. <laughs> um, Philip, that's what I used to watch him on. So seeing him in this was pretty fucking incredible. I thought the cast was A1. I thought they got the food down pat. Um, I thought the chef calling and the skills were all just, all just wrapped into some good shit. And yeah, it is very drama filled. It's a lot um, to take in. There's a lot of moments where I was like, I got to pause this shit and get a drink or something. Cause mm-hmm. my God, they're going to have me outside smoking a cigarette here in a minute. <laughs> but overall, if you haven't watched it, I do recommend, um, it is not kid friendly. So <laughs> watch it by yourself. Not. But like you said, working in the food industry, you feel me? Like being Man. banquet servers and everything. Like, yeah, they definitely got. They have the essence of what it's like to be in the kitchen. For that sure. It's hot and stressful. For sure. All day. There's not a slow moment in that motherfucker, man. Yeah, so go watch that shit. That's another Hulu original. I mean, Hulu original's getting love on here right now. Dang, hit or miss. <laughs> <laughs> but next, we got Best Superhero Show. I got the boys. Honorable mention to Peacemaker. Peacemaker had a great first season. John Cena is really showing. See, just like you said with The Rock, like not getting any better, ah, getting worse. John nigga. Cena, bro, he has gotten Preach consistently it. better as an actor. Whether it's comedy, whether it's drama. There was one episode he started crying in Peacemaker and was really talking about his trauma and shit. And I was like, this nigga's fucking acting. He making me feel something. So See? Peacemaker definitely gets an honorable mention, but I still got to ride with The Boys. The Boys is... Is top tier superhero show, whether it's the suspense, whether it's the action. Of course, you know, it's a lot. There's a lot of gore, a lot of sex, a lot of language. But in service of the story, in, in service of the greater story, I, I gotta say it's top tier superhero show. You feel me? It's gonna it's gonna be a, a great show and it has a spinoff coming as well with soups in college. So I'm excited for that to come. I think it's coming in 2023. And I think we're getting Invincible back 2023 too. So it should be a good year for superhero content. But what you got for best superhero show? Like you said, bro, I didn't really like a lot of Mm -hmm. them. And I don't watch the boys. Um, So I just picked Moon Knight just because, you know, it started off good. And then obviously I got bored (laughs) with it. But overall... Out of everything else I've watched, this is good. I don't watch The Boys, y'all. That shit's too much for me. Like he said, a lot of gore. Um, don't mind the lot of sex part, but the gore gets me, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but next on the list, oh, that's you. Best new anime? Yeah, 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 because we know you ain't watched no new anime this year. 
But best new anime, man. I mean, we got a great anime season. Even returning shows like My Hero Academia Season 6, the first part was absolute fire. Shit is dope as hell. But as far as new anime goes, I just wanted to talk about Chainsaw Man and Blue Lock. Chainsaw Man, I mean, it's it's gory as hell. Has some nasty, like, real gritty type elements to it but as far as action goes as far as story goes especially when you get into the later episodes of the first season i i really came to enjoy chainsaw man chainsaw man was was a good time and on the flip side of that blue lock is a completely different anime it's actually a sports anime dealing with soccer um and i i enjoy sports animes just because they make everything so dramatic and everyone seems to have these special skills when it's literally just sports it could be just like a regular sports game um but blue lock definitely came out a great time especially in time for the world cup where everybody was hyped about it japan was playing it was a great time um so as far as best new animes go these are 1a and 1b for me i did watch spy family a little bit i haven't finished but We'll see where that goes. It's it's a pretty enjoyable watch so far, but 2023 should be a, a great year for anime too. With I, I believe One Punch Man is coming back um, in 2023. We get the second part of My Hero season six. We get a new Demon Slayer movie. Um, 2023 is gonna be is gonna be a dope time for anime. So just be on the lookout for that. But with that last award, man, that concludes the second annual 2022 Blurdies. We had, like I said, we had some good shit. We had some bad shit. We talked about it all, and here's to hopefully more good shit than bad in 2023. We'll see what happens. God, I hope so. <laughs> but nah, I think we got a good solid lineup for next year. We should be straight. Hopefully. Yeah, I pray. I think so too. Um, but you know, on a sentimental note, it's been a good another year with you guys. Thank you guys for supporting us. Um, I know most of y'all know my brother more, um, but thank you for supporting him as well. You know, I am my brother's keeper, so my job is to make sure he gets to where he's supposed to be. So I appreciate all the love, all the support, you know, y'all rocking with us hella heavy. You know, I love y'all. We one big family. Nigga, you finna make me cry or stop playing with a nigga. Shit. <laughs> but for real i mean this is our first year it, we just passed our one year mark yeah. so thank you to everyone that's like like mcfly said has been rocking with us been listening been downloading been sharing it's, it's been a good ride man and, and we got some bigger and better things on the way in 2023 so again we just one big happy family rocking with me rocking with mcfly so for 2022 blurred alliance university one year down many more to go You've been rocking with J Rock. Make Flash Smith. Yay!